This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. Survivors of the deadly Club Q shooting in Colorado Springs sharing their stories. Michael Anderson, who was bartending at the time of the November shooting, testified before a House committee today focused on threats against the LGBTQ community. Anderson urged lawmakers to take actions like binding assault weapons like the one used in that shooting. James Slaw was injured in the mass shooting, said that hateful rhetoric from political leaders aimed at their community leads to violence and called on leaders to use language that reflects love and understanding. A gunman opened fire inside the nightclub in Colorado Springs last month, killing five, injuring more than a dozen individuals. We will have a full breakdown of what transpired in Congress later on today with ABC's M. Wynn on KRDO's Afternoon News. And yesterday, they also attended President Biden's signing of the Respect for Marriage Act into law with Haynes saying standing up to hate is important. It's also very important that that this does not happen again or that we can at least uh, start to start to or continue to, to change change the hearts and minds of, of people. And of course, that being Matthew Haynes, the co-owner of Club Q. Colorado is at historic levels of hate crimes, according to updated statistics released this week. The FBI releasing national crime totals for 2021 on Monday, actually showing about a thousand fewer hate crimes across the U.S. in 2021, but noting a lack of reporting from many agencies. Meanwhile, statewide statistics are more up to date, showing that hate crimes reaching record levels here in the Centennial State for a second straight year. Last year, 285 hate crimes were reported in Colorado, the most since the FBI began to track them in 1990 and five more than the previous year. Well, new details now about a deadly coal pile incident that uh, killed two workers in Pueblo over the summer. According to a recently released statement from the Department of Labor, safety procedures and inadequate training are to blame for the June 2nd accident that killed Kyle Bussey and Philip Roberts. An OSHA investigation concluded that the men had climbed up to the pile to determine if a feeder mechanism was receiving coal. The two victims were then buried after that coal pile started to shift. A third person was able to escape. That crew was employed by Savage Services, a subcontractor at the Comanche plant in Pueblo. The company now faces more than $300,000 in fines. It's In its report, OSHA also cited a previous incident that almost turned deadly when a Savage bulldozer operator was buried under a coal pile in New Mexico. Colorado Springs not going to defend one of its first responders. The city council yesterday voted to deny firefighter Wesley Cosgrove's request to criminal to cover his criminal defense costs as he faces a charge of careless driving resulting in death. Cosgrove was reporting to a report of a man lighting a tree stump on the fire and setting it on fire in Dorchester Park in October when he ran over what he thought was a pile of trash and discarded items but turned out to be a woman covered up by a blanket. Only two council members voted in favor of defending the firefighter. (laughs) And finally, a Pueblo school being built using voter-approved money is close to being finished. Pueblo School District 60 superintendent says that the school is expected to open its doors by the start of next school year. We will have special programming. Of course, this is going to be an expeditionary learning school. We do not have a middle school in this in this area, and so we're excited to be able to, to serve our students in this area. The district also had a ceremony placing the final beam to complete the frame of the new Nettie S. Freed K-8 exponentially school on the north end of the city yesterday. Chilly temperatures expected around the region for that day today. Again, we're dry, plenty of sunshine out there. Now, we will keep an eye as we head overnight single digits 
going to be in that forecast. But like we're looking at a prolonged period of below average temperatures, at least through the end of this weekend, is headed our way. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Joe Rook. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.